Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I am so excited that you're about to listen in on another episode of the Made Possible by podcast. I wanted to take a quick second to let you know exactly what we do. Made Possible by makes giving easy for community-minded businesses and provide a more effective way to share their stories of good. Now let's jump into the podcast. Welcome to the Made Possible by podcast, where we have conversations around good with community-minded individuals. We hope that today's episode inspires you to go out and do good. Can you imagine having 13 kids and still being willing to have more? I only have three, and I still randomly call them by the dog's name. Today's guest, Tanya Ratcliffe, is the communications and marketing principal at NorthCare in Oklahoma City. In this episode, she shares parenting stories, including how the laundry was set on fire once, and inspiring family preservation stories and addiction recovery. I apologize for the sympathetic mom sounds that I made throughout. Tanya is a soul sister, and we had a great time. Thanks for listening. Hello, and thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. I am Tracy Zerden with Made Possible By, and we love to make good loud. We love to connect individuals, causes, and companies to make more good together. And today, I'm excited to have a guest with us today. Her name is Tanya Ratcliffe. I've known Tanya for a few years. We've met together when I was chambering in the chambering world. And um, Tanya is one of those hero people that you meet. And you hear about her life and you hear about what she does and you just think, is this humanly possible? How does she do this? I, I, and you'll understand why here in just a minute, because Tanya is married to Travis Ratcliffe for 20 years. Nice. You should get awards for those kind of things. I think, yes, the longer you're married, you get awards. Um, and they have a passion for foster care and adoption and their family currently consists of 11 fantastic children and they're and lies the hero section right there. Um, she has eight adopted through the Oklahoma Department of Human Services, one in foster care and two biological children. Their ages range from one to 16. They have six girls and five boys, and they're still answering the call to foster children in need. There's always room for anyone who needs a place to call home in their family. Again, there goes the hero thing. Um, Tanya is also the, I cannot say that, philanthropy, oh my word. Professional beggar. Thank you. She's the <laughs> professional beggar at NorthCare. And NorthCare is a place of hope and recovery, recovery known locally and nationally. The center delivers innovative and effective services for individuals, family, and families in the areas of mental health services, addiction treatment, and recovery, child abuse prevention, We've got a lot to talk about, Tanya, but I want to start more with you. Like I said, you're one of those hero people. So give us more <laughs> personal 90-second um, snapshot of you. And tell me something that made you smile this week or brought you joy. Well, um, I'm Tanya Ratcliffe. Um, first off, I'm so excited to be here today. I really appreciate you um, connecting um, North Care to Made, Possibly, made Possible By Um Secondly, it was really nice to talk to you again. I know we have not talked for a while. I know. It's and I good think to that reconnect. was kind of that joy piece for me. It was reconnecting Aww. with um, maybe a mom that mm. has walked the walk, has talked the talk, mm. and has been on this foster care journey because, as you know, and I know it's not always 
roses and unicorns, no, right? It's so it's not always pretty, <laughs> but it's beautiful to, um, um, just in our, just in our conversation over the past few days, just that, Hey, I've been there. Hey, mm. I'm here. Mm. And you don't normally hear that on this journey. So mm-hmm. that was, that was a beautiful gift. And I appreciate that. Aww, I'm I mean so that. glad Thank that, that brought you joy. Thank you. <laughs> well, tell us more about you. Me. Um, like where'd you grow up? Yeah. Where'd you so go to school? Born and raised in Oklahoma City, Putman okay. City North. Okay. Went to You're university. Pardon me. Yeah, go Panthers. Yeah, Putman City North High School. Um, I went to the University of Central Oklahoma for applied science and professional health occupations. So that's where I got my undergrad and graduate degree. Um, I have one of the most amazing husbands, I think, that God really put on this earth. And I know everyone is, you know, probably thinks the same about theirs, but he's just a pretty awesome guy and, um, has walked and stood beside me more importantly, put up with me for the past (laughs) 20 years, which if you know me and some of those that don't, that do know me, um, are like, amen to that. So he's, he's quite the man. No, I totally get that. (laughs) I told my husband yesterday, I said, I don't deserve you because you're way, way nicer to me than I am to you at times. So I'm a piece of work, Tracy. I I mean, I just am, you know, I'm I'm a hot mess. (laughs) So I get it. (laughs) And so, um, you know, he's, he's just, he's there and mm-hmm. he's present and he's willing and he's able. And, um, he's an amazing provider. He's an amazing husband. He's an amazing father and I love him dearly. Mm-hmm. And I know we wouldn't be the family that we are without him. And, mm-hmm. um, sometimes I think I take that, I take that for granted. Yeah, and, we do. And, and so that's something that I'm definitely working on for 2021 is, um, you know, thankful for hmm. that, that partner in life mm-hmm. and that partner that is, um, that, that, that force that I think keeps me, keeps me able to move and groove. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause not you. everybody has that. And yeah, I need to be thankful for that. Yeah. And we were talking a couple of days ago about you have a large family and <laughs> you recently moved and that, um, Man, I was I I was asking Tanya, how in the world do you find a house for that many humans, and how do you make it work? And you said you were remodeling, which adds all sorts of new fun things to life. Let me tell you, it's a that's just a gift in itself, is it not? <laughs> I mean, um, you know, if 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 you're not divorced over a paint color, then it's a win in a remodeling oh project. Gosh. So yes, and so yes, that's what we spent the last um, almost six months, I guess, doing a full remodel of um, an amazing home in Mundell Farms and Cashin, and it's just been, it's been fun. So we did a lot of really neat, different things that um, were kind of in like a dream world, but made oh, it nice. into a really cool reality for our yeah. kids and yeah. for our family and for future growth. And um, we're excited to be out there and we're excited to, um, this is obviously a brand new journey for, for yeah. our family. And yeah. so we're we're glad to be on it. Yeah, I can't believe you say growth. I mean, just the fact that you're like, <laughs> we're not done. I mean, that, that, wow. I can't even wrap my brain, or, brain around that. because you Never I, say you're done, Tracy. No, That's the problem. Because no. when you do and you make a commitment to be done, <laughs> yes. you know, God kind of has different plans, right? Absolutely. I said so, I would never drive a minivan and I would never homeschool. And I did both. Well, I have, a, I have a really sexy 15-passenger van, just FYI, so watch out, baby. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> you have to. You do. You have to. Do you have like a girl's wing and a boy's wing? Um, we we do. Your house? Yeah, actually we do. So we converted, um, it was a 600-square-foot RV garage, which was already attached, insulated and everything, 
turned this into like this boy's, you know, cave of delight. So ended up making this amazing loft on each side with rock walls. And I mean, it was just really a fun place where they can be boys, you know? I mean, boys are interesting little creatures, are oh, they not? Oh my word. I have all boys. And that, that means, this is what I always tell people when you're pregnant with a boy and it's your first one, prepare for things to be broken. Yes. Because that's what they do. They just, and then it's not like they're malicious. They're just <laughs> moving and climbing and throwing and nonstop. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just like you know, like a little drunk squirrel. They're just all over the place, right? <laughs> I mean, they are. No, it's the truth. And I'm just like, oh my well, god, where did you think that was a good idea? Uh, I mean, can you just can you walk me through it? Because I'm trying to figure out exactly how your brain processed that that was safe. And that you wouldn't get in trouble for it. Oh, safe so, is boring. You know, yeah, safe, safe is, is boring. boring. Exactly. Yeah, that's a bumper sticker. Oh, safe is boring oh on the boy. <laughs> okay, so drunk squirrel is like the best, <laughs> totally best analogy of that. Because I, I my oldest, he gave me a run for my money. It still gave me a run for my money. And gosh, I don't know, maybe he was eight. And I kept, I was sitting in the kitchen and I kept hearing this thunk 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 and i couldn't figure out what it was he was climbing the house and jumping off the roof he was shimmying up the fireplace i guess why not why not (laughs) i mean you know isn't that like a parkour move or something like that that was that's exactly what it was it was parkour he jumped into that oh they're crazy you know we canoe in the swimming pool oh okay. i mean why not (laughs) you know it's just it's Good exercise. Hey, you know, we're right there. Yeah, good, you know, yeah. good supervision. Yeah. Instead of the pond, yeah. we're just going to, you know, make yeah. that little I was gonna 180 say, turn in the pool. Yeah, you're, you're going to paddle like three times and then turn around exactly. and paddle three times. <laughs> so it's a, you know, it's like, it's like a little gondola ride, right? Oh you know? my gosh. It's pretty cute. That it's is fun. so funny. So tell me your fostering journey. When did you start? Yeah, so 15 years ago, um, we were basically called to a journey of foster care which tracy we were we were oblivious i mean oblivious to the need that sat in the state of oklahoma and the number of foster care children Mm -hmm. that needed a home and the number of families that um you know needed support and and those families that weren't fostering it was it was just unbelievable and if you don't know about it I mean, truly, it's it's not on your radar. Mm-hmm. It's not something that back then was highly publicized as a need. Mm-hmm. And I think there was also this level of stigma that followed it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, the, the children in care, you know, had all these issues. And I'm like, you know, we all have issues. Yeah, Let me do. just tell you. Okay. <laughs> we all got problems. Yes, we do. And so yes. if we are those that can step forward and assist um, our, our future leaders and caretakers, then that's that's a win for all parties involved. Mm-hmm. So I worked at um, Baptist Medical Center in the NICU, and lo and behold, there was this baby that needed a home, and one thing led to another, and you know it went from 
oh, well, I'm the mom. I can, I can take that baby home. I mean, that doesn't seem like a big deal, yeah. you know? And So um, you had biological children at this point? One biological okay. daughter. She was a year and a half. Oh, my gosh. And I was like, okay, I mean, what is this, like a weekend gig? I mean, yeah, easy we're peasy. up for it. Yeah. Do you want to call your husband? You know what? Why don't you just, let me just, get, give me the paperwork. We'll figure it out. I mean, come on, it's a baby. I mean, you know. And I, you know, we joke around and we, we talk about this a lot and how this whole thing transpired. And, um, I remember going home and I looked at my husband and I said, did you know that there are children sitting? I said, within our zip code, Travis, our zip code that are essentially orphans that don't have a home right Mm -hmm. now. I said, due to the fact that they might be surrounded by Poverty, homelessness, addiction, mm-hmm. um, you know, maybe um, have substance abuse issues themselves due to in utero um, exposure. Um, I, I said, did you know about this? I said, domestic violence, child abuse. I said, I know that we might see snippets of this on the news, right? Mm-hmm. Every now and again. I said, but do you understand what the need really looks like in our state? Mm-hmm. And he goes, no, Tanya, I didn't. I said, well, this is real. Mm-hmm. And I said, and, and we have an extra bedroom and I know we have an extra bathroom and I guess I'm kind of sitting back and I said, I, I guess I was kind of maybe humbled a little bit today and, and, and maybe, maybe I was um, told that we should maybe answer the call. Like, what do you think about that? Mm-hmm. And so he's in the shower, right? Because it's the best time to talk to your husband. You've got him pinned. He's got shampoo in the hair. I got my car keys. Like I can dash out at any like that's you know, hilarious. Hey, he can't get dried off by the time I'm at Target, yeah. right? By the way, the baby's already here. No. Yeah. Exactly. I gotta go. All right. I gotta grab that pack and play. Um so you know, we we had this conversation. He goes, Tony, he goes, what what life what you know, what world changing um, you know, path are you on now? You know, I think is what he said. And I said, if you saw what I saw today, Hmm. I said, I'm telling you, you would just, you, you you would be shocked, Travis. I said, just Hmm. shocked. Hmm. And so we prayed about it. And, um, sure enough, um, we decided to take that leap of faith and did so. And, um, you know, looking back, um, it's one, thank God that we got on because it, it made us the, the parents that we are today, um, with, um, our, our baseball team, football team, Your basketball brood. team, hockey team, whatever yes. you want to call us. Here you we are, our it. brood, right? You, our tribe. You have got the tribe. That yes, is for sure. Do. Oh my gosh. So you started just with one and then very often they come in sibling groups, right? Did you ever get a sibling group? We do. So we decided to go forward with our first placement and it ended up a pretty messy case and they it was going directly to adoption which we were fine with and then all of a sudden it made this you know huge like left turn just out of nowhere Mm -hmm. and we had only had this baby like two weeks Mm -hmm. i mean but as you can as a a mom you know what i mean it was love at first sight right you're in and so then it was like, well, we found a grandmother. And I was like, what? I mean, what do you mean a grandmother? What, did you not know this child had a grandmother? I mean, I don't understand. That's what I don't get sometimes. They come out, out of the woodwork. I'm telling you, it was. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget, we were sitting at Chick-fil-A. The baby was going to be taken the next day. Mm. 
And we sat and we were having just this, I mean, just this emotional, you know, goodbye over waffle fries and a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I mean, and that's the truth. Yeah. And this hero in my world, this angel sent from above, mm-hmm. Deb Shropshire, mm-hmm. ended up um, being at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. We had seen her all the time at Panera Bread before church. And we'd always wave. We didn't know each other personally. Mm-hmm. And she came over and she worked for DHS and I had no clue. Mm-hmm. And she said, oh my gosh, did you guys have a baby? And I said, no, we didn't have a baby. Mm-hmm. I said, this is a foster child. I said, it's being ripped out from our arms tomorrow. And I said, can you believe this? I mean, I just went on this rant. Mm-hmm. And she's just shaking her head and doing her best to console me. And mm-hmm. I said, you know, do you know anyone there? You know, I'm just, you oh, know. Yeah. And she goes, well, you, you know, I work for DHS. And I was like... Oh, oh, sorry. Well, well, then maybe I need to be yelling at you, you know. Mm -hmm. And and she looked at me and she goes, Tanya, she goes, let me tell you something. She said, that baby got more love in Mm. the past two weeks Mm. than than anyone could have ever hoped for. Mm -hmm. And she said, like above and beyond. Mm -hmm. And she said, this isn't about you. And I was like, well, you don't know me very well, you know? <laughs> and so, and she goes, no, I'm serious. She goes, this isn't about you. Mm-hmm. She said, you're going to get on your horse and you're going to ride again. Hmm. And I said, well, I don't ride horses. You know? <laughs> and she said, Tanya, she goes, I'm serious. She goes, the road is not always gentle. Mm-hmm. She said, it's not. Mm-hmm. She said, but you persevere and you ride the trail. You ride the path that you're meant to ride. Hmm. She said, the ones that you are meant to keep, to adopt Mm -hmm. for the rest of your life, she said, that will happen. Mm -hmm. She said, the ones that you're supposed to love with all of your heart and soul Mm -hmm. and one day kiss goodbye, Mm -hmm. she said, that's meant to be too. Mm -hmm. She said, but one thing I don't want you to do is ever give up Mm. fostering. Mm. And those words resonated with us. Mm-hmm. And I remember going home and I was just like, well, she didn't know what she's talking about. I'll just make my <laughs> own babies. You know, I mean, it was just, just this whole, you know. Yeah. And then as the days went on, um, I remember looking at my husband and I said, do we try again? Hmm. Do we do, do we try again? Do we, do we go down this path knowing how painful and emotionally devastating it was? Hmm. And we both came back to the answer, yes. And um, it was after that that, you know, we, we prayed about it. And you have to be so careful what you pray for sometimes <laughs> because, you know, I'm, I'm a planner. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I believe that maybe our Lord needs a personal assistant. And I'm that one that'll step in yeah. and just, you know. I got this. Let, hey, I got let this. me just tell you, I got this already taken care of. You don't yeah. even have to do anything yeah. now. So I'm, I'm terrible at that. And so he always seems to, um, in a very gentle manner, <laughs> um, remind me that I'm not in charge all the time, nor am I in charge any of the time Mm -hmm. and that everything has been written, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And so it was through that experience um, that we got our twin brothers, different mothers. Is that what what we call them? Because they're truly 
um, a month and one day apart. Okay. And so we got these newborn infants, right? Okay. One was African-American, one was Caucasian. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, you can only imagine. We dressed them as twins. I mean, why not? I love it. I mean, it was just fun, right? Oh, that's awesome. And everyone, are they twins? And we're like, yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. They are. Yeah, they are. Yeah. I mean, they were like, that's amazing. And I'm just like, that's it. You know what? Stop it. <laughs> they're, Stop it. They're twins on the inside. They are, Because right? we don't care what the outside looks brothers, like. Brothers of love, let that's me tell right. you. That's right. That's right. And so that, that's what happened, and we continued on that journey, and then sure enough, yes, a sibling came, and then a sibling group came, and you know, then another sweet baby came, and I mean, just one after another, and, and did we accept every child that we were called about? No. But Tracy, I think that when you're sitting on the phone with a worker, and you hear the desperation mm. in their voice... Mm. They cannot find a home for this child. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Mm-hmm. What do you do? Yeah. And I'd rather a child come over and sleep in a bed, in a crib, on the couch, whatever, mm-hmm. for a night mm-hmm. and wake up to love, wake up to hugs, wake up to a great breakfast, words of affirmation, have a fabulous day, and I never see them again, mm-hmm. then someone that might have to sleep on the floor of a DHS office mm-hmm. or have no clue where they're going to lay their head that night. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, it's just so heartbreaking. Oh, it is. It, it is. is. Yeah. When we were going through adoption for our boys, I remember people saying, well, you know, those kids have issues or blah, 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 blah. And I remember thinking, there's not a pound for people. No. You know, I mean, you know these are humans. Yes. These are humans. And just like you said before, so eloquently, we all got issues. We are we all, all broken, <laughs> messed up people. And yes, your life will be challenged by diving in and, and doing this. Yes. But gosh, it'll be blessed. Just yeah. your socks off blessed. Yeah. But like you said, it, there's there's interesting roads, but it's totally worth it. It is. It's totally worth it. Some days you might question that. <laughs> you do, but then you look back and you're like, thank God. Mm-hmm. Thank God I said yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank God you orchestrated this amazing gift that now I call my own. Mm-hmm. Because it is a gift. It is. And it's, it's a beautiful part. And it's such an honor to um, look at a child and know that there was a woman with struggle mm. um, that didn't have the ability, that didn't have the resources mm-hmm. to make the best possible life for that child mm-hmm. and that you were the one chosen mm-hmm. to to continue on, in a way, her legacy, yeah, right? exactly. Because we make it really clear to our kids your mom is, is our superhero. Yeah. And I just want you to know that yeah. because one thing she did choose for you is she chose life. Yeah, exactly. And I am so thankful she did mm-hmm. because if she wouldn't have, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be your mom. Yeah. And that's, yeah. I, I just, I love that. And I, and that's that gentle reminder that, 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 that there was a choice there and, mm-hmm. and that you were loved fiercely mm-hmm. and yeah. that, yeah. And so and that's sometimes really hard to communicate, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And and the, but the resources they have available, and Tracy, I know you know this from 15 years ago, where they have them now. Wow. There's there's just unbelievable stories yeah. and children's books and yes. support groups mm-hmm. and the ability to really minister to these kids that 
you were not abandoned. You were not forgotten. You were chosen. Mm-hmm. And that's so important. Yeah. Cause they used to say, you know, you were given up or you were unwanted or, you know, it, they can go down different ways yeah. with saying that. And you were placed, you were chosen. Yeah. Maybe I wanted gift. you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and, and you know what? So did your mom. Yes. She really wanted you too. She just couldn't do it. She just couldn't do it, but she loved you enough to provide a better way for you. Correct. A better way for you. And we, we go, would go back to that a lot. She loves you. Totally yes. loves you. Yes. You know? And always will. Yes, yeah. exactly. And like you said, things have changed. There's open adoption. There's many, many different versions of that now that, you know, we, we talk to our birth moms, so it's just kind and, of a yeah, normal, we do too. it's yeah. a normal thing, you know, yeah. Mama Shauna, that's what we say, Mama yeah. Shauna, when they were little, now they're adults, they're like, yo, Shauna, you know, it's just normal, <laughs> they, they don't use that mama term anymore. So give us, what, what does a day in your life look like? just at home. Yeah. I mean, what, t- I, I can't even imagine what time you get up in the morning to get everybody ready. Yeah, just depends, Cause you're all, right? you're always, you are put together. I have never once seen you where you don't have makeup on, your hair is not done. <laughs> never. Well, you know, here's the problem. So if I don't get up and get ready first, it doesn't happen. It would not happen. So what time do you get up? So, I mean, it just depends like 4.30. Oh I mean, my that's word. just kind of like woman, the plan. And then, and that just gives me time to where I don't have to like rush you know act like a drunk squirrel you know in the morning <laughs> right as you're trying to get ready and get yes, everything put together humans. and it's like just if you have that moment where you can think I do a lot of I do you know I talk a lot to God during that time like yeah. in my shower my husband's like are you talking to me I'm like I'm talking to the Lord yeah, no so, so I mean you know just yes well you're talking out loud I'm like I can do that that's okay um sometimes I need to yes. you know Um, it's just as long as, as long as I'm ready, well, then they can be ready. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's great. Now, when I'm not ready or something, who knows what happens? Oh, Tracy, (laughs) it's like the Titanic. Oh, I'm sure. And I mean, find a lifeboat because this baby's (laughs) going down quick and we need, we need all hands on deck, right? Yes. Um, so yeah, that's what we do. Um, you know, my, you know, it, it was, it was definitely busier when, you know, you had all these children that, you know, couldn't, you know, bathe themselves. And, mm. you know, thank God as you're working into your teenage years, that's yes. still, you know, that's something that they're able to do on yes. a, a self-care level, but right? But then you bring in the teenage factors into the mix. Sometimes you're like, hey, why don't you try it? Let's do a redo. Yes. Why, don't you, why don't you redo that shower? Let's yes. just make sure, yes. you know? Oh my gosh. <laughs> but um, no, it's, I mean, it's fun. So again, me and my husband are a great team. So mm-hmm. um, I will take... Um, I guess, you know, sometimes nine, he'll take two or maybe I'll take eight and he'll take three. And then, you know, that's for drop off and then pick up is, you know, maybe sometimes the opposite or maybe not. I mean, you know, you just kind of have your, just roll with it. You roll with it. I mean, and we have a wrestling tournament, you know, we have five boys in wrestling and oh let me just tell you, you know, that's just, it's a lot of headgear, Tracy, yes, right? Yes, it is. That <laughs> so, is a lot of, a lot of uniforms. It's a lot of singlets. <laughs> how, how many loads of laundry do you do in a week? Oh, don't even go there. I mean, like, I'm serious. So I will tell you, if there is one thing that is my nemesis, it's laundry. Yes, it is. So I have a, I have a, an individual that I pay that comes over once a week and is there for roughly eight to nine hours and will do all of my laundry. That's brilliant. Well, you know what? It's, it's a, it's, it's a necessity. That's a game changer for you. Well, I mean, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. There's no way, there's no way yeah. I could do that. Yeah. I don't have a housekeeper mm-hmm. just cause I'm a little OCD on certain things. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and it's like, I personally feel like I have to clean the house before a housekeeper even comes. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. well, that's a waste of my time yeah, too. So, um, but, but the laundry piece, yeah. Oh, that's I mean, huge. And she will. I mean, she will probably do 40 to 50 loads oh, my when, word. when she's there. So it's... Do you have more than one washer dryer? I do. Yes. Yeah. I have two sets. Yes. Yeah. And they're the... I've, I've heard... The, the big old big boys. The bigger families yes. do that. Yes. So... How many boxes of cereal do you go through in a week? We go through, well, so milk. Okay, yeah, so milk, milk we yeah. go through six to seven gallons a week. Oh, my gosh. Um, we buy cereal from Sam's and yeah, we'll buy do. seven, six yeah. or, you know, six or seven boxes. I mean, everything is drop shipped and that makes life really good. Now, I questioned buying a cow. Yeah. I mean, but then, Truly. I mean, you know, I, I was like, maybe this is easier. But, yeah. um, but you know, thank goodness for Sam's and... You know, you obviously have multiple refrigerators because yes. that just doesn't work otherwise. Oh, and there's no way. Two Instapots and, oh, you know, just praying, praying oh. for the best. Every day, every day is a prayer, Tracy. Oh, it just really is. I just thought, <laughs> it just hit me dinner. How do you make dinner? That's like a banquet every single day. So, okay. So are you familiar with those, um, those homestyle meals or those like, not like hamburger helper, but it's those box meals where you just add like the chicken or the yeah. meat, right? And so, so we'll do five of those for our family oh so you just like you either double triple quadruple yes, i mean it just kind of depends on what on what you're making so wow right? oh, i know man. you're well, making my life seem so much easier no i don't know uh, <laughs> I, I only have three and it annoys me that they want to eat a new, a new meal every day it, it's like really Really? Well, I'm not. I mean, my husband will tell you, like, if God God gave me gifts, but the kitchen was not one oh, of them. And okay. so, I mean, I and I kid you not, I'm like, I, I will put together a box meal and I am like a domestic goddess. I yes. mean, watch out because look what I just did. Yes. I mean, do you see this? Yes, I'm the same you know? way. I have no skills. My middle <laughs> child, Jake, will go, well, what'd you try to do tonight? Or then if it was good, if it was good, he's like, good job, mom. You added another one to your list. You know, you have three now, Seriously, right? I mean, good that's job. me. Good job. You know? yeah, I've got a couple things you, you can know, do. What, what, what I think absolutely makes me feel like, you know, thumbs up, mom, like I'm winning. My kids will go over to someone's house and they're like, they had this like, this like salad. And I'm like, <laughs> a salad? I'm like, and I bet it was homegrown. I'm like, I'm sure it was a bag mix, okay? Yeah, like, yeah. let's not get overly, yes. you know, excited yes. here, you know? Yes. I mean, just, yes. they had salad and they had, you know, all these different things. I'm like, well, if you want bagged lettuce, I can provide that. I, I mean, I that. just didn't know that was such a big deal for you, yes. you know? Yes. But it's just funny and, and you know, uh, you know, then when I, when kids come over to our house, I'm like, we have to cater tonight, right? But we'll put everything in like, Pyrex, so no one will know. Yeah, they you won't know? have any just, idea. Oh my gosh. So whatever. It's just, you know, we do what we can. Yeah. We do it the best that we can. Yeah. And I'm sure there's a better way, but you know what? This no. is our way. Hey. You, and it is what it is. It is. They're alive. They're loved. They're fed. They are. They are fed. Then there you go. It might be oatmeal and toast, but hey. Hey. Hashtag heart healthy. That's that's a victory <laughs> right there. Nobody's going to bed um, unloved or hungry. So I'm telling you, there you yes. go. And th they didn't get left at school, in, or, or, well, yeah, or some soccer can... practice or something. Yeah. <laughs> I roll. <laughs> we had, not today, Tracy. Not yeah, today. Not today. I get it. <laughs> we had some friends once that fostered. They had quite a few kids, and they came to our house, and um, they had some biological and um, some foster and. They left, and they left one of their kids upstairs. 
<laughs> I didn't know. I, I, and I know this story because I know that family. Yes. And, oh, it was right? so and you're just funny. Like, and you're looking at him like, guess what? Oh. It happens to everyone. Oh, it was hilarious because. And like, then the day you say it won't happen to you yes. is the day that you leave too. Yes. So just have, yeah, yes. just remember that. Oh, so funny. My never husband goes, never. Trace, come up here. I'm like, okay, I went up there. <laughs> Do we have an extra child? <laughs> is there something you're not telling me? I know. Right? He walked by the room and he goes, Hey, bud, what are you doing? I'm oh, watching TV. You know, it was just totally normal. I called them and they, they didn't know yet. And they're like, well, at least it was one of our biological. I'm like, you're right. You're right. It was hilarious. It was no they were deal. in a safe place. They weren't safe I mean, because in all actuality, you are an alternate caregiver. Yes, so I am an yeah. alternate caregiver. So no worries. It happens to everybody. I love it. Everybody. Okay, well, I want to talk more. Hello. Hey, thank you for listening in on another episode of Conversations Around Good. My name is Hetty. I'm a team member here at Made Possible By, and we wanted to take a moment to share a little bit about what Made Possible By does. We make giving easy for community-minded businesses, and we provide a more effective way to share their stories of good. Small to mid-sized businesses don't have the resources that large corporations do to hire staff to process their sponsorship and donation requests or a marketing team to share how they choose to invest in their communities. Made Possible By provides an easy to use time-saving solution to help a company process their request and we help companies better connect with their customers and community by providing a permanent location to share their stories of good. We believe that you don't have to be a big business to make a big difference. We would love for you to reach out to us today at madepossibleby.us or email our team member Tracy at Tracy at madepossibleby.us. We truly want to help you make your good loud. Now, back to the episode. Give us some history about NorthCare, maybe some of the services you provide, yeah. your success rate. I'm, there's, yeah. I've heard great things for years about NorthCare, so I'm, I want the world to hear about it. Yeah, so NorthCare is um, truly um, the, the staple mental health organization in Oklahoma. So we've been around for 40 years mm -hmm. serving the most vulnerable population. So I like to um, describe NorthCare as an umbrella organization, mm -hmm. right? Um, sheltering mo the most vulnerable populations from um, storms, mm. um, the storms of life, right? So um, they have an unbelievable um, plethora of services that stem from uh, mental health care, um, pharmacy services, um, addiction treatment and recovery, child abuse prevention services, um, elderly and veteran care, mental health. Um, so many different pieces, 24 hour crisis response, um, it's stabilization. It's, it's just, it's a never ending, um, it's a never ending road of, of care, concern, services, support and intervention in time of crisis. And yeah. I think everyone, everyone can agree that 2020 was probably a crisis. Yeah. Um, in itself. And I think a mm -hmm. lot of people mm -hmm. had this struggle. And I don't think a lot of people um, were prepared for the magnitude mm -hmm. of what this pandemic was going to, to do to us. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. 
So as you can imagine, the need for quality mental health has skyrocketed over the past Mm -hmm. um, 12 months. For sure. I mean, obviously it was a necessity before, but now you have mothers like myself that became teachers overnight. Oh my gosh. And Trace, let me tell you, I'm not an educator, okay? (laughs) For the record, that's not my cup of tea. (laughs) And so... You know, uh, having, you know, to have my, my closet quiet time for two hours just to prepare for a second grade math lesson. Oh, I mean, that was enough just to send and then yeah. put, you know, nine kids on a Zoom conference. Oh, and I'm gosh. just like, let me tell you something. I can't even imagine. I was like, your house. not today, Karen. No, no yeah. I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah. So yeah. it was, it, it was definitely, um, it was definitely hard for, I think, everyone to um, just to learn how to cope and mm-hmm. probably just to have hope that tomorrow might be a better day, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, we were established in 1980. Um, we began providing home-based services to children and families in Oklahoma. Um, we contracted with OKDHS to provide home-based services in the 90s. In 2002, we became a United Way partner. Okay. Um, we, you know, created the North Rock, North Rock Medication Clinic, and that was in 2003. In 2006, we were um, you know, basically the state's largest family preservation service provider for yeah. 42 counties. Family preservation. I like that term. Yes, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, and that's, that's important. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, preserving what, what was born, what was meant to be. Mm-hmm. Ensuring that um, these families had what they needed to be a healthy, mm-hmm. um, sustainable family, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So um, we started partnering with Variety Care. I don't know if you're familiar with Variety Care. They're the medical clinic here. Um, They they provide an unbelievable, and I mean an unbelievable amount of indigent medical care to Oklahoma's Mm. most vulnerable population. So Mm. we um, partnered with them. And um, through the years, um, you know, we we got a brand new building down on General Pershing by the fairgrounds, um, just east of the fairgrounds. And that is where we are serving, um, in addition to our other satellite locations, over 9,000 individuals a year. Wow. So roughly anywhere from, I guess, 20, 25 services that are a part of the North Care family under this umbrella, hmm. right, of sheltering care. Mm-hmm. And so through that, you will find, um, you know, you're, you're going to find the service that you need in your time of crisis. You know, mental health has such a stigma about it, about getting help, getting help. And like we've said repeatedly here today, we're all broken. We are all a hot mess at some point in life. And if you're out there listening and you feel like you can't take that first step to get some help, please know that you're not alone and that there's places like North Care. So I'm going to ask you several times, you want to give the URL? For people to reach out to? Absolutely, yeah. Northcare.com. Well, that's pretty easy. I mean, it's really, yeah, really simple. Northcare.com. And, you know, there is 24-hour assistance available um, through crisis response. So reach out in your time of need. Um, You're worth it. Mm -hmm. I think people need to hear that. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You are worth it. Mm -hmm. Um, And and we want to do everything in our power to make sure that your needs Mm -hmm. are met and that you can live your life without limits. Mm -hmm. I haven't heard of an elderly you talked about the veteran program, but the elderly, what, what does that look like? You know, you have so many, so many elderly individuals that are homebound, mm. that can't leave their home, 
that might have some sort of a, a mental health need after serving in um, our, our, our armed forces. Mm-hmm. They have a form of PTSD that truly cripples them from a overall mental health standpoint, and they can't even leave their home. Hmm. And that's real. Mm-hmm. And so for those individuals that have that need, North Care is there, mm-hmm. providing in-home services, providing um, items of necessity, mm-hmm. um, just reminding them that, you know, because of you, we have the freedom that we have today. We're thankful for you. Mm-hmm. And we want to ensure that, you know, you are able to continue living um, the best possible way that you can. And mm-hmm. we're here for you for whatever your mental health needs look like. Mm-hmm. So what if someone listening says, I don't have any money. I don't have health insurance. Well, then we're the place for you, Tracy. Okay, Let me tell you. you. <laughs> so the good news is that um, we, we, we don't accept insurance. So mm. we serve 100% indigent care. Hmm. Okay, so, you know, our, our, our um, overall expenses last year were $25 million. Wow. So providing $25 million worth of support when it comes to mental health care and so many other needs, right, to um, of Oklahoma and beyond. And this includes medication assistance, um, prison reentry programs, oh, wow. um, peer services, individual therapy, group therapy, um, medication-assisted treatment as part of our MAP program, family connections, and that is ensuring that individuals who are in a foster care kinship program have what they need hmm. from a services support education standpoint for the kids that are in their care. Mm-hmm. Um, again, parent partners, you know, this is something that's really great. You know, we, we have this amazing program in which parents who were in a DHS situation, who had their children taken away, who have successfully regained their children, we turn them into a, a, peer, um, a peer support, right, or a mm-hmm. parent a parent partner for these struggling parents that currently are in a child welfare situation. Hmm. And it's interesting because these parents who are hopeless, thinking there's no way that I'm going to get my kids back, Mm -hmm. these parents that have successfully reunified with their children, they're right next to them and they're saying, let me tell you something. You got this. Mm -hmm. If you're doing what you should be doing Mm -hmm. and you're taking advantage of the services that are here, I mean, I was in your shoes, friend. I was hopeless. I was there and then... Look what happened to me. I, I have I have my daughter back. I have my son back. Mm-hmm. We're a successful, thriving family, and you can be the same. Mm-hmm. And it's a little bit different that these families are hearing this from a parent that, that was in that situation yeah. instead of a social worker, yes. a foster parent, or yes. someone who they might, in some instances, see as, um, as an enemy mm-hmm. or maybe, maybe that's someone that ha- might have an agenda. Mm-hmm. So... Um, that's a really amazing program that, that yeah, we have. I can see that being very beneficial to give hope and encouragement. Hope's important. It is. And and for someone who's been down the road, you're way more likely to listen to them than yes. someone who's just trying to give you advice, which isn't bad. But if you've walked a mile in your shoes, then they understand. I'm telling you. And talking about hope, so the science of hope mm-hmm. is something that North Care is in the process of creating um, as far as a specialized platform um, to look at what hope really looks like. So um, Shan Hellman, Dr. Shan Hellman, PhD, he he conducts basically nationally recognized research on hope. And um, hope is, in his words, the belief that your future will be better 
than today, and you have the power to make it so. Hmm. And so what has been created is just this one-of-a-kind assessment that will um, look at a hope scale and figure out where individuals are low in hope. And we combine that with willpower, which obviously is something that's finite, right? You have a certain amount of willpower every day. Mm -hmm. But if we can increase hope in certain areas of life, well, then we're able to create additional willpower. Mm -hmm. And then individuals are able to conduct you know, their day in, um, in a much more manageable manner than someone who feels totally hopeless mm -hmm. and is out of willpower by 10 o'clock in the morning. Hmm. So it's, it's an amazing science. It's something that um, Northcare is very, very proud of. And you're going to be hearing a lot more about this and how we are using hope um, to um, help children when it comes to trauma and especially in foster care or in, um, you know, certain situations and, and uh, hope is real. Hmm. I, I'm really interested to learn more about that because it sounds like a secret battery pack. You know, if you can increase someone's hope that you can increase their willpower, you can increase their want to. It's uh, it's a what a what a cool thing. I, I'm excited to learn more about that. Yeah. So there's a hope score that is, you know, specially um, designed for eight dimensions of wellness. And so the scores then can pinpoint the specific areas a client is experiencing low hope, um, specifically in their life. So it's, hmm. it's, it's an amazing tool. It's going to hmm. be something that we believe is really going to change the overall mental health sector. And, um, North care is, um, on the front lines. And so we're the only one right now that is, um, truly, um, uh, as that first responder of hope, I like to call us. And so we're excited to see what that's going to look like in the future. And there's so many areas of hope that, that we're, you know, trying to conquer and, and provide people that sense of hope. Mm -hmm. Well, after 2020, we definitely need more hope oh, in the world. Don't we all, <laughs> oh, right? So talk to us a little bit about the new facility. I know you're super excited about that and how that is going to change the face of mental health uh, yeah. in Oklahoma? Mental health and foster care, absolutely. Um, substance abuse and addiction recovery. Um, all of these things. If you look at addiction, poverty, homelessness, right? You you see um, what foster care is, and, and it's in the middle of that. So if we are able to change um, poverty, addiction, and homelessness, how would that impact the overall foster care crisis? That's the question. Hmm. And so um, we, we are able to do that. And I think a lot of people um, question what's the right recipe. And there's not a crystal ball that we can look into to find what that looks like. But if you look at that full circle support from a biological family, a foster child, a foster family, and the services needed to maintain success within this circle, you're going to find that at an amazing facility that Northcare just purchased and named Fields of Hope, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so notice that hope component that, yes. you know, sits in the name. Um, 140 acres located in Piedmont um, is formerly known as White Fields. Yeah. And so Tom Ward, um, you know, is, is an amazing individual mm -hmm. and his vision to change the trajectory of care for some of the most vulnerable children in foster care. Yeah, um, that that was his that was his vision, and that's exactly what he did. Mm -hmm. 
And then the question is, how do you do more? Mm -hmm. And North Care approached him with this thought of, um, you know, it's, it's our 40th year, right? Our 40th year in this community. And with Healing and Hope, um, what if we had the addition and the expansion of services that would do full circle care for mental health, addiction, and treatment recovery, but then also impact foster care? Mm -hmm. And so um, that is something that North Care was honored to be a part of. And that's what happened on December 30th of 2020. Um, White Fields was formerly a group home for youth with trauma backgrounds. Um, obviously, it was founded by the Ward family in 2006, and they changed the lives of countless boys in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, North Care is excited to carry forth the mission established at White Fields, and we are going to be offering healing, restoration to so many affected by um, substance use and abuse. Mm-hmm. So our, our you know, CEO, Randy Tate, said, I couldn't think of a better way to celebrate the 40th year of service to our great state of Oklahoma. Um, our dream is to take the legacy of the Ward family and what they started and grow it into a full community of hope and healing for families affected by substance abuse and addiction. Mm-hmm. So what currently resides in this community are 12 individual buildings, homes, etc. You have playgrounds, you have an indoor pool. Um, it's, it's just this little, it's a little community of hope. I mean, it's exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. You have women there that have struggled with addiction, some of them their entire lives, and they want, they want change mm-hmm. and they want to be a better mom. Mm-hmm. And through um, the family treatment center at Fields of Hope, that's where these women are able to live again. This isn't a fly-by-night, 30-day, you know, program. This is is an investment. I mean, some of these women have been here for 14 months. Mm. Um, And and what they're learning with their children next to them is, you know, addiction recovery, but also parenting by design in a trauma centered environment where um, trauma centered um, therapy is is offered and so it's 24 7 learning for these women so they're learning a brand new lifestyle they're they're learning a brand new skill set they're learning how to be the mom that they need to be to make sure that their child and their family is healthy and happy and sustainable Hmm. so it's an amazing facility um I spent Christmas Eve out there with these women and their children and I just sat back and I just, I watched and I watched their faces and I watched the conversations they were having. And specifically, there's one woman that I've become very, very close to. And she told me, she goes, Tanya, she goes, I have learned how to be a mom. And she said, I never knew how to be a mom. Mm. She said, I would yell, I would hit my kids. And she said, I knew it wasn't right. She said, but I didn't know what else to do. And she said, now I am getting down on their level. I'm giving them appropriate consequences. And I'm able to parent with, um, with intentions and intentions that are, are, you know, building up my child every day. And so 
it's beautiful to see that from knowing her background and where she came from to how she is truly investing. I mean, she doesn't have to be there, Tracy. You know, mm-hmm. it's not it's not like she was forced here. Mm-hmm. Um, but but she really she wants a better life for her and she wants a better life for her for her child. Mm-hmm. And there's no safer place to be than the family treatment center at Fields of Hope. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, so exciting to me. I had the privilege of volunteering out at Fields or uh, what was it called again? Whitefields. Whitefields. Thank you. Yeah. It's been a while <laughs> um, with those boys, and they were sweet, but they were troubled. You know, like I said, yeah. they were the most uh, traumatically affected kids in the foster care system and just thinking what a difference that would make if their mom was there yeah if their mom was there and their mom's going through therapy um so she can be a better parent to them that's got to just show them this amazing amount of love you know not that the other moms who aren't doing it don't love their kids either but that these women are able to be a part of their life still and to still work to um what was the phrase that you had before? Uh, it wasn't successful parenting. What was it? Um, parent recovery. I don't remember. There was a phrase. Family you, preservation. Family preservation. Yes. That's it. It's that family preservation. That's exactly what that yeah. says to me. So imagine, and this is you know this is our vision for Fields of Hope. So imagine this community, right? So you have a mother who is probably on drugs or coming off drugs who walks into our treatment facility is still high, is still, you know, probably at the point to where she knows she's going to be withdrawing soon. Mm. Her child is nowhere in sight. She has no idea where her child is. But what if we created this community to where there's a foster care community within the community where that child is? That child and that mother have a connection a, a desire, a, a um, relationship with that foster family that's there. Mm-hmm. They are supporting and encouraging her as much as the therapists on site are. But one thing that mom knows is they, they, she knows that, that that child is safe. Mm-hmm. And when she's questioning if her, in her head, is this the best place for me? Maybe I should go back to my additional lifestyle. And she can see her child playing on that playground. And she's waving at her and she's getting these cards and she's getting all of these, you know, just it's a reminder of this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it for me, but I'm also doing it so I can be a mom again. Mm -hmm. Right. That's a game changer. It's a game changer. And so in addition to that, there's a point to where these women actually um, reach a point in the program where their children are allowed to come with them and they live within the um, sober it's basically you know obviously a treatment facility but they live with their moms there Mm -hmm. so it becomes that responsibility of getting up making sure your child has breakfast making sure they're dressed we have an on-site child development program called the lotus learning center it's absolutely amazing it's trauma-informed um and it's 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 just an amazing place where these children get therapy just like their moms get therapy during the day and um, they then pick up their kids and have lunch with them during the day. And then they take them back to the center, just like they would in a general everyday environment. Um, what, what, what we see is hope and healing obviously is restored. That family unit is restored. So what happens when that mother and child leave treatment? Where are they going to go? Well, they're going to move right into the, um, the independent housing 
or the sober living community that's on site. That foster family that was mom and dad, that's that crazy aunt and uncle now that are that support system for that mother and that child because they're still healing. We all know that. But that's that support system. That's her checking in saying, hey, how are you today? Mm -hmm. How do you feel? Do you have hope? Do you have willpower? Do you need a break? Because I want you to know we're right here and we're ready to support you in whatever way we can. Wow. So it's it's like it's many levels, right? It's uh, not it's, just... it's full it's full yeah. circle, mm -hmm. Tracy. I mean, we are we are there to support mom in her addiction treatment and recovery as much as we are in the future to support that child in foster care. And not only that child, but so many other children because this tr truly this community is going to be designed to assist children who have been exposed to substance use and abuse. And so with that said, uh, you've, you, you've heard this, these children are moved so many different times in yeah, care, right? Yeah. For behaviors. Mm -hmm. Well, here, when a child, you know, uh, th this is all in the future, you know, planning and the future stages and what this community is really going to embrace. And that's, you're here and this is home. And, you know, we're gonna have, you know, a disruption but we're going to have people that are here that are going to stabilize you, that are going to stabilize, you know, foster mom, foster dad, that are going to stabilize every other child in the home. We're going to get down to the, to the nitty gritty of why this disruption took place. And we have the services and support, the counselors, the on-site necessities to make sure that we heal. Mm -hmm. You know, we're, you're, not, you're not going away. See, that's, that's a huge change right there because when we started doing foster care, I'm, I'll never forget being in the class and the teacher was talking about these uh, two foster kids had been in this home for a little while and the foster mom, they were doing yard work and she brought out some trash bags and, and handed them the trash bags so they could go um, start picking up like the leaves or whatever that they were doing. And the kids, she said their face Ugh. just fell. and They went they, and got their clothes, didn't they? They thought they oh were leaving. Oh, my gosh. They thought they Tracy. were leaving. I know. Uh. I know. It's a simple thing. So just that those kids have stability mm -hmm. of you're not going anywhere. The workers aren't going anywhere. You're going to see the same faces. Yep. The same faces that show you care. And not just to the kids, but to the moms. Oh, you know it. Because mm -hmm. you feel helpless as a foster parent. Yeah. I mean, Tracy, I, I mean, I had a little guy that was put with me. He's my son now. God love him. Was in 13 homes. Oh, my heavens. 13 homes in, in a year. Oh I mean, God. in one year. So we're, we're talking, we're changing every month. Mm -hmm. For Lord only knows what, right? Mm -hmm. He gets to my house, sets my house on fire. Oh. And me and my husband, I, I will never forget. I mean, and, and I just want to put this on the record. I might not be able to cook, but my kids can follow a safety fire plan. <laughs> and I mean, mailbox ready. I mean, we got this, That's you know? Nice. And we, we could joke around about that. It's like, well, mom can't cook, but we can go to the mailbox if there's a fire, there you, you know? Um, but I, I'll never forget looking at my husband and I was like, what just happened? I mean, what just happened? And it wasn't that he was trying to set our house on fire, Tracy. He was trying to protect us from the bad guys that were going to come in and hurt our family and take him away. Aww. Right? And I was like, what? what? And he was processing so much trauma mm -hmm. from his past mm -hmm. and was feeling really good about himself and was really happy where he was. But he didn't think it was going to last. Mm -hmm. And so... What he was trying to do was shoot the bad guys with 
a Kingston, you know, one of those long lighters oh, yeah. that he had shimmied up on the on a six foot shelf to get some candy and, yes. and found, found that it. up there too, yeah. and mm-hmm. and was just was pew, pew, shooting the bad guys and mm-hmm. had one good finger click and set a pile of laundry on fire. Okay, and then jumped back in his bed. Oh, oh yeah, oh it was insane. <laughs> I'm telling you. So they'll never know. <laughs> yes, everything's fine, right? I'm just gonna yeah. So. At the end of the day, I just, I mean, what, what if, what if we did not have the tools and the understanding, the ability to say, yes, you're staying? Mm-hmm. What, what if we would have sent him away again? I mean, mm-hmm. I just can't imagine that. Mm-hmm. And I know that's like a pretty dramatic story, no, but, but that's things not like an, that happen every day. Yeah, it's not an uncommon story. It's, yeah. I mean, these kids... They think things differently. Yeah, they they see the world differently. The, the impulse control is mm. almost non-existent in some of them. And they're not <laughs> being malicious. No. They're just... They're Trying just, to survive. They are. Their brains is processed differently. And I love how you keep using the word community for um, fields of hope because we're all about community. We're all about uh, working together in communities. And I love that you're not just creating a safe community for kids, for the moms, but like you said, a community within a community, that they have support amongst peers. They have support amongst the staff. I mean, it's it's just so many layers of goodness there. I love that. Well, and when you ask what is a community, right? A community is an extension of your family. Hmm. I mean, that's exactly what it is. It's you're showing your worst, you're showing your best, you're asking for help. you know, you, you have, you have those people standing, standing at your door when you need them, Hmm. when you are in a time of crisis, when you're in a time of unknown, um, that community, it doesn't matter if it's your best friend or your worst enemy, they need to be there for you. Hmm. And, and I think that's so important that, that you have that support system and it doesn't have to be a blood relative, Tracy, right? No. Family comes in all shapes, sizes, colors, yeah. you know, no, ethnicity. Right. I mean, it's it's yes. a melting pot, right? A melting pot of love mm-hmm. that's going to be there and that is going to give you hope and willpower yeah. to, to press on and press forward. When we adopted our second child, he's um, African-American and our oldest is um, Middle Eastern. So he, we joke about uh, when we were given the, the baby the bath, he's like, he's a different color. Yeah, he is a different color. And and our oldest sat there for a second. And he goes, well, dad's clear because dad's clear. super white. Mom, you're white. He said, I'm brown and he's black. And he goes, we're like a rainbow. You're a right. Rainbow. You're right. Isn't that right? I love it. I love I, it. And, you know, I always prayed. I was like in, in my prayer in foster care. It was like, dear God, make us a melting pot of ethnicity when it comes to um, our family. Mm-hmm. And because I want to be a billboard yeah. for yeah. What is, is, is he yours? Yes. He's mine. Yes, he Absolutely. Yeah. He's mine. Yeah. And, and, and you can, you, you can have one too, because we need people yes. who are going to answer the call to foster care. Mm-hmm. And, and he may not be a part of your forever family, but let me tell you something. He'll be a part of your family mm-hmm. for the time that he's meant to be. Mm-hmm. And you will make the biggest difference in his life that you could ever imagine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that when you were talking <laughs> about community that you said, um, communities people who you don't always show your best to yeah that sometimes 
community sees our worst. Boy. But they still love us. They still love us. Those are the people. Those are the people that you need around you when you can be your crazy self. Hey, and I got a lot of crazy, oh, Tracy. A girlfriend. lot of crazy. I need, so. <laughs> I need to tuck mine back in more often than I do, unfortunately. Right? But. So we joke around a cart. Yeah, I, I always say there's a cartoon of me going down. You know, my husband, it's like we are total, total opposites. And I think that's what makes us like the best. Huh? And so I say if there's a cartoon of me, you know, coming, flying down a hall, you know, burning rubber, just walking, you know, there's... There's things on fire in the background. There's pictures off the wall, you know, and then my husband is behind me sweeping up, <laughs> patting someone on the shoulder, fixing the photo because you're on a mission yes. and it's not necessarily a mission yes. that's always tidy, right? Yes. I mean, yes. but it's so funny. It's thank God you have that support yes. system behind you and in front of you yes. um, to guide, guard, and direct everything that's that's. Yeah transpiring in your world uh, my husband would say that you're my soul sister because he he's able to see things that i can't see so he's able to plan and and foresee things and my in our team i'm known as the steamroller because i yep. don't necessarily think i just start moving forward and you know it squishing things you know it. along the way oh it'll fit oh, that'll fit on. sure stop worrying yeah, i don't you know Tanya, i don't know well, well we can move this wall right i mean come on he's like yes not necessary and you know he's just so gentle mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and then he's there to catch me when i have absolutely <laughs> fallen apart yeah yeah. And I need that mm -hmm. love, even when sometimes I don't deserve it. Well, well, right. I hear you. I hear <laughs> you. I get that. Um, so tell me a little bit about um, businesses, because clearly NorthCare doesn't survive without uh, the people that are sponsoring them and um, believing in these women. So these businesses that sponsor your organization or any organization do you mm -hmm. think it's okay for businesses to talk about the good that they're doing in the community i think it's necessary tracy mm -hmm. these businesses have to tell their story of why they do what they do i mean it, it's just it's it's a given and you know you you get so many people that it's like you know well corporations are all about the bottom line it's all about the dollar but what they don't understand in so many instances it takes that profitability and those dollars to support nonprofits like us that are standing, mm -hmm. standing in line um, and trying to find out who aligns with, with what passion. So I think it's, I mean, it's, it's a game changer when a business steps out and says, this is the good we did for this organization and this is why. Mm -hmm. that's, that's a game changer for us because so many times nonprofits don't have the ability to buy television commercials or billboards and all these other things and promote who they are and what they do. But it's a lot easier when you have an organization, a business specifically, a corporation that says, we're passionate about this. We want to be involved in this. Mm -hmm. this, is what, um, this is what drives us. This is the greater good. And then if that aligns with the principles and practices of the nonprofit that you're associated with, you're knocking on their door. You're sending an email, right? I mean, and, and I think it's just an additional revenue stream. Tracy, you know as well as I do. I am all for standing in line and, and, and being, you know, that small but necessary revenue stream to a corporation that is, is doing good. Mm -hmm. I mean, I am all for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, sign me up. Yeah. Even if in the end it might be a little bit more expensive, mm -hmm. you know 
that there's there's good behind that added expense. Yeah, exactly. And that it almost makes you feel like you as a consumer mm-hmm. are also making a difference, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. I mean, we, we hear that all the time, that people not only want to shop um, and do business with businesses are doing good, but they want to work for them too. Yes. They want their whole lives to be meaningful. And when somebody else sings your praises, it means twice as much. Oh, you know it. And then you doing it. So when a business shares the good that they're doing, because they're not going to invest their dollars into something they don't believe in or in an organization that isn't doing the work. And so them doing it is a a badge of honor to you all, right? It's saying it's endorsement to saying you guys are doing the work and we're going to put our dollars behind it. Well, and it's free advertising for them, Tracy, because so many times I'm like, who, what, who is that? They Mm -hmm. do what? Wait, what? Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I mean, I I could absolutely start buying from them or what a great place to invest in or, I mean, all these different things. So it's, it's beautiful publicity, not only for the good work that they're doing, Mm -hmm. but the work they're doing Mm -hmm. that um, you could possibly become a part of. Yeah, absolutely. And then hopefully it'll also inspire other people to go out and do the same and to think, oh, what, what, what do we believe in? That's one of the things I love to do at Made Possible By is to work with our clients. We call them community champions. Mm -hmm. And when they start working with us, we help them come up with their community impact page, talk about what the good that they're doing and uh, that, but they list their values. And several people have said, well, I don't know, what are my values? I'm like, well, what do you get behind what causes make you angry what causes inspire you and Mm -hmm. that's where you choose to put your dollars and it's it's so fun just to see their face light up they're like oh i'm already doing that yes you are you are already doing it (laughs) but let's let's let the world know that you're doing that exactly and don't and again don't be humble about it Mm -hmm. because people need to see Mm -hmm. that you're making a difference Mm -hmm. because it empowers others to make a difference and if we all had a little bit more empowerment mm. for the greater good. Think of all the good we could do. That's right. That's I mean, right. just, it's contagious. Mm-hmm. Is it not? It is. Make that good loud, people. Yes. Get out there, make that Can good you loud. Hear us? Yes. <laughs> well, we're t- Tanya and I are definitely never going to be accused of being quiet. So there you go. <laughs> oh, so Tanya, give me your 30 second shout out or call to action or motivational statement. What would you want to leave people with today? I want to leave people um, knowing that there's hope in whatever season and whatever storm that you're in. Um, again, Northcare stands as that umbrella of shelter for you in your time of need, for that time where you don't feel like your life is worth living, mm-hmm. where you don't know where to turn, you don't know what to do. Um, we're here. We're hope. We're healing. We're here. We are Northcare. Mm-hmm. And we will do everything in our power to ensure that you, your family, um, have what you need to be the person that you were meant to be and that you can live without limits. Hmm. Oh, I love that. Live without <laughs> limits. You want to give that URL again? Yeah, you can find us day or night, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year um, with anything that you need in your moment of crisis um, in your time of need, we are here. So that's northcare.com. And do they need to do anything different? Maybe someone's listening and wants to apply for Fields of Hope. Do they just go to that same URL? So that same URL, um, you can also reach me at tanya.ratcliffe at northcare.com. Or you can call me at 405-919-9888. We can schedule a tour. I can give you more information. I mean, I'm, you know, anything you need, we're here. 
Girl, you're out there. You're giving your cell phone out. Watch out now. I love that. That's so great. That's so great. Well, we'll add all those URLs um, down below as well. When you are listening, they are right below. So you can always reach out. And it's not going to cost you a dime. Not a dime. Not going to cost you a dime. Tracy, I mean, hello. So there's no reason not to reach out. Reach out. We're, We're here. You're worth it. Your kids are worth it. They've got you. Yep, we're here. Awesome. Well, thank you, Tanya. I so appreciate you joining us today. And thank you for loving those hard kids. Well, I appreciate you. Um, I appreciate Made Possible by Us. That's so important. Um, it's, it's a necessity and people need to know the good work that is out there, the good work that's being done. Mm-hmm. And like you said, be loud, be proud. That's right. We're going to get out there. <laughs> We're going to get out there. Well, thank you again for joining us for another conversation around good. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. That way you never miss a story of good. And if you know a business, a cause, an individual, someone who is doing great things in their communities, just reach out to us. We would love to share their story. You can email me at Tracy, T-R-A-C-Y, at madepossibleby.us. We look forward to catching you next time. Thanks. Thank you for listening in to another episode of the Made Possible By podcast. Made Possible By helps make community giving easy. The businesses we serve love to give back to their communities with their time, product, and cash. It's rewarding, but not easy. So let us help you continue to do good in your community.